Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. An Erio's original. Each week, we decide who's to blame for a historical tragedy. And each week, you tell us if we got it right. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and this is The Aftermath. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Aftermath. We are doing a special mailbag episode where we respond to all of your pressing questions. With us today, we have producer Amanda Lund. Hello, everyone. And fact checker Chris Smith. Hi there. Now, uh, Chris, Amanda, we've gotten some emails I bet we have. (laughs) Well, we've made some controversial decisions. (laughs) And that's what happens when you make a decision. You make the executive decision. You got to deal with the consequences. It's hard to be at the top. That's That's right. (laughs) You know, so, so, but I mean, we're here to answer for what Mm -hmm. we've done. Yes. What I like Uh, about this show, though, is that, you know, people don't start off with the latest episode. Some people are still, you know, dealing with the Irish potato famine and letting that soak in. It's a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. All of those, that, de- all of those details, which we've already long forgotten about. <laughs> I don't know. Some of those details stuck with me. <laughs> yeah, the the gooey, disgusting uh, potato. Yeah. Well, the actually the potato famine did predate me. I wasn't officially the fact checker at oh, that time. That's right. That's right. So I have an excuse, and whatever reckoning you guys have to deal with, that's on you. Mm. Now, did we put it? We did not put a potato in jail, right? We put like the government, the or British something. government. That's right. I see. Now, I, real quick, I just want to shout out the amazing art that we, um, one of our listeners, made for our fiftieth episode. Denise Milanakis, she rose to the occasion. Yeah, I, and she's I, an it's amazing so cool. artist. 
I love it. It's really incredible. Go to uh, the Instagram and look at this. It's really amazing how she represented all the insane things that we've sent to jail. And my favorite is the frozen socks. Yeah, that was good. And there's some little like toilet paper down at the bottom. That's right. Also, the Queen of England is really amazing. She, oh my God, that was an incredible one. She really did an amazing job. Yeah. And we're so happy with this. Uh, I can't believe she really took the challenge. She really, and she was on time. She told us she'd get it to us by July 15th, and she did. I love, love someone who sticks to their schedule. I mean, I can hit a deadline. uh, Gosh. <laughs> when I got that email from her saying, you know, uh, I've got a week, I, I you know, uh, I was just, you are my best friend, Denise. Thank you. Thank you, Denise. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of these emails that we've gotten. Of course, we've gotten one from Deputy Chris. Um, he's a, a, a longtime listener. And this one is about the Irish potato famine and the Antarctica mission. And he says, hey, alarmers, uh, Deputy Chris here again. If they had six stars, you would be worth it. That's nice. Love Chris dropping into the morning zoo DJ when things go wrong. <laughs> hey, boys and girls. Uh, sound the alarm. Uh, I, I, it's always good when I do it really half-assed. I think that's what people really like. Yeah. Well, that's with all comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so on the Native Irish topic, uh, oh, Native American Irish topic, that he's talking about the uh, Cherokee, um, you know, setting up, uh, the the fundraiser for the Irish during the famine oh, and right. now the Irish returning the favor. Um, right. On the Native American Irish topic that came up, there was a really interesting thing. I don't know if you know about Native American principles of seven generations. I know of it because of the Iroquois here in upstate New York. It says that you should think of how the actions you take will affect your people in seven generations. A generation is 25 years. You said they helped the Irish in 173 uh, years ago. That's seven generations. Seven generations is 175 years. So he did the math. Uh, Coincidence? Dun, 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 he said. (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca, I believe that's dun, dun, dun. (laughs) I said dun, dun, dun. Like (laughs) dun, dun, dun. Um, he also said that you can tell you all come from warm places. The G in sledge is silent. It's sled. Oh, <laughs> oh. like what Rosebud's was. Uh, I was listening in the car and thinking, how can I not know what a motorized sledge is? <laughs> is it a powered sledgehammer? I was very confused until I got to work. No stars deducted. So thank you, <laughs> Deputy Chris. That was thoughtful. And I think it's pronounced sledhammer. That's right. Is it really? No. Uh, oh. I have, no. I mean, honestly, maybe. But I was joking. <laughs> I think it might be time to look into uh, promoting Deputy Chris to perhaps a uh, general. Or, uh, I mean, because the the alarming does have its leaders and, you know, it's growing bigger and bigger every day. So we should put some people in charge of these. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Maybe he gets some sort of special badge or a patch or something. He deserves it. You know, he's uh, a big proponent. He, He really wants to get Hitler in jail, you know, as do all of us, really. Um, but he has a, a real specific problem with the frozen socks, having gone to jail before Hitler. 
<laughs> well, that's sure. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Hey, look, we, you know, we made these choices. We make our bed here. and We're, we're going to stand by it. In yes. The, in the Listeners are allowed to have gripes. So, um, okay. So why don't we talk about some other emails? Um, we, ha- we got one regarding the Game of Thrones episode. So some people are still catching up here. Hey there, thanks for creating this podcast. It was such a pleasure to listen while running. Surely making a fool of myself, laughing out loud. Six feet apart, running by others. Okay, I'm glad she's running six feet apart. Um, uh, I wanted to bring up something else about Game of Thrones. Throughout the talk about Benioff and Weiss, I kept thinking to myself that they didn't necessarily want to go to... Uh, to get the show done to quote live their life but had plans to work on the next star wars trilogy Mm. uh, and she posts an article about the timeline of those events and she says uh this may be a small attempt to take blame off of the uh of we the fans but i thought it was important to note that the showrunners moving on to the next big thing before finishing the show could have influenced their ex their execution of the final season Mm. star wars deals uh, the star wars deals was announced in 2018 but i would imagine that type of deal would have been discussed potentially over the course of a couple of years our insight your insight from the film tv industry may prove me wrong on that length of time anyways hope this provides some interesting talking points amy kendall what do you think Hmm. deals do take a long time if it was announced in 2018 and it sort of contradicts our assumption that they wanted to rest because <laughs> you're jumping from one huge franchise into a, a huger franchise. It's like they're not taking time to like go on vacation with their families. This is huge. So I think we could put, honestly, Star Wars fans in the alarmist jail. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, although I will say, though, if maybe if Weiss and whatever the guy's name is, um, D.B. Weiss and uh, what's his name, had cooler families, they would want to spend more time oh, with them. Care, tread so, lightly, my friend. We are not sending Amanda Peet to the alarmist jail. Well, oh, She's one of the best they, actresses of our time. Well, they do have kids, don't they? So could we blame shitty kids? <laughs> No, I don't know. You gotta leave people's kids out of it. Yeah, first. yeah. Why? Where's the rule? Point They're to me. Off the limits. No, show me the podcast constitution where I can't <laughs> not allow attack kids for being. No, cheated. they're kids. If they were Fair cool kids, if they were cool kids. They'd want to go and hang out with them more. They wouldn't be jumping straight to the snow. I, you make a good point there. I think. Yeah, and and Star Wars. If if you know, getting Game of Thrones fans mad is one thing, but getting Star Wars fans mad is oh even bigger. Yeah. I know because whole... I've never seen it. Oh, <laughs> you know, we have got to do a whole episode on who's to blame for the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> that means I'll have to watch them. Wait, aren't yeah, they all prequels? Like, um, wasn't the no. first one a prequel? Like the first one started with four. Episode four is the very first one. Well, of the prequels, uh, the original ones... The original ones, like they started with episode four, I think. Uh, I don't know. Four, people five, are and screaming six. right now. I don't. Want, we can't get into this. People are screaming. <laughs> people are yelling at their at their there's, phones right now because we don't. There's probably a few car yeah. crashes right now. People have stopped listening. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, okay, maybe we. I, I don't know. I still think that we should uh, keep the fans in jail. Um, 
what, I, I think we made the right call. Now, yeah. it was a good point, Amy, but... You've star- you know what? There's a few Star Wars fans in with those Game of Thrones Right. Fans. That that gives so me a little comfort. Maybe we put them in solitary confinement or something. <laughs> now, did we throw the fans in jail or did they get the slap? We, th- I was pretty sure we threw the fans in jail and uh, we, we gave the showrunners the slap. Oh, interesting. Because I see here it, the Game of Thrones logo is... I'm looking at the picture that um, Denise drew. So she's got the Game of Thrones logo here. Um, and she also made the correct call not to try to illustrate the fans. <laughs> I, I really like her judgment. She's very, very good. <laughs> yes. It's a lot of fans. Um, okay, so we got another email about the Amelia Earhart episode. And this is from Tina from Germany. And she says, Hi, Rebecca, Amanda, and Chris. I almost typed Christ. Uh, changing the route from Honolulu, Honolulu to Oakland and going in reverse order around the world also meant that they didn't fly with the rotation of the earth. So they didn't fly with sunlight, but against it. I imagine this makes it harder to fly in the dark and it gets tiring, especially when they flew 15 hours a day. This is just something to consider, in my opinion. Maybe they were both tired, which contributed to the confusion of the whereabouts of their landing strip. Tina from Germany, bringing in some thoughtful, thoughtful insight. Now, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. They're going in reverse order around the world meant that they didn't fly with the rotation of the Earth. So they didn't fly with sunlight, but against it. I guess the sun is behind you the whole time. Or is she saying the time zones? I think she's saying that their days were shorter because they were going basically... Uh, the opposite of the rotation of the earth. So the days would, would have been longer if they were flying with the earth. So they could be, there's more daylight. So she's basically saying they're flying with less daylight, I think. And they're flying in the dark. And I wonder how that affects the celestial navigation that they were using. I guess that would have been better if for celestial navigation, right? If you have more, Tina, you're assuming we know more than we know, (laughs) so you've got (laughs) to spell it out like you're talking to uh, not even children, maybe. Or better yet, or better yet, find an online college and take a course in it, and then we can have you on the show, and you can explain to us what the heck was going on. I I love that my instinct was that like, oh yeah, this is a really awesome point. I was about to change my verdict. Well, no, I think I think she is making a good point, which is we just don't understand it. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, yeah. It's just hard to like quantify in my mind. I know. I I think exhaustion. I mean, that is. They say it's you know. Driving while tired is almost as bad as driving after a couple of cocktails. Oh, yikes. I mean, I, I don't know how these truck drivers do it. Because they're, they're driving, you know, 15-hour days, and they must get tired. We had a uh, friend who was a truck driver, remember, um, George? Uh-huh. And he used to say he would pack, uh, he would have a little DVD, like, or DVD player, and he would just watch movies. <laughs> and you're just like, wait, really? what, how? Yeah. And he would just put it up. And he would just be like, yeah, you watch it. But I, I guess he'd put it in such a way that... He could still drive, I hope. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, that's... I, I guess it's like you're kind of half listening, half paying attention. Yeah. But, yeah. but I, I hope your friend, maybe you could get, get him into the alarmist and that would maybe 
keep him company in a safer way. Yes. Yeah. Definitely go with a podcast if you're driving long distances. Stay away from <laughs> movies. So we're not going to change our verdict on Amelia Earhart just because I'm sure it's a really good point. And I, I, I think I understand it, but um, we actually don't understand it. So we're going to have to move on from that. Um, okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is a funny email we got. The subject was help an old lady out, please. And thank you. Uh, after listening to the Amelia Earhart trifecta and in the spirit of her keeping up with tech or not, I am, I have a terminology request is alarmist jail considered a sentence and the big slap probation or first and second place. I never thought I'd say this, and my generation did coin the term generation gap, but I'm saying it. Sometimes I have a hard time with the lingo, so please explain. (laughs) Great show, by the way, and thanks. Tish, who's trying to keep current. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, interesting. I don't see this as a generational thing. I mean, I think, to me, and Rebecca, you will clarify, but I think the jail is... The, everyone we're sending to jail is going to jail for life. Yes. So is it they're just sort of an inherent... I mean, a lot of them are dead. That's It's like true. it's eternal jail. It's it's our jail. It's well, our we world. A, we have a satellite jail in hell, and we also have another jail in heaven. So if you do... If you are dead, you'll, you'll go to one of our j- satellite jails in heaven. Oh, I see. I mean... It's obviously, it's definitely a, you know, if you go to jail, you're going to jail. And if you go get a slap, you're, yeah, I guess you could say it's probation. It's like, we've got our eye on you. Like a, like a mom who's mad. Well, you're in the uh, doghouse, but it's also the slap itself is humiliating. It's front, it's front of, in front of hundreds and thousands of millions of people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> you know, I think you're right. You're onto something. The slap is almost like the court of public opinion. Mm. Right. Where it's more of the civil suit where when we're sending someone to the alarmist jail, it's the criminal trial. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And yeah, we could, it's not like we're finding them. We're, we're literally just slapping them. Yeah. There's shame involved. We're, we're shaming. It's like a spanking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a mom that's mad. You shouldn't spank your kids, by the way. <laughs> no. I mean, I was spanked, but not a lot. I mean, unless they're shitty kids, again. No. Like, no, Chris. What if they're bad? They're bad little dirt bags. Then you put them in time out. <laughs> no. You take you, away their phones. You can do what my mom did, which was throw her chancleta at me. I love <laughs> every time you say chancleta. <laughs> she just would take it out and shoom, swing it. <laughs> throw it we'd get the wooden spoon and there was a big wooden spoon in my aunt's house that was like maybe three feet and sometimes my mom would point to that one and be like you want that one we were <laughs> oh wow we were last like to, to but we were that's bad so italian kids. the wooden spoon yeah so totally <laughs> i got a rolled up newspaper um which is weird because i i'm one of the few people who still reads a hard copy newspaper so it must be like me trying to somehow sort through my childhood drama (laughs) (laughs) like the la times good Um, luck with that (laughs) thank you (laughs) well okay so we got another email uh this one's about the challenger disaster 
And uh, this was Justin Singmaster. And they said, I agree NASA is probably most to blame, but I believe at that time the public interest in space travel was waning and this was a huge deal for NASA's image. So they had pressure to keep the public interested and thus stay able to keep the funding coming from Congress for the space program. We have to remember that NASA is a government program. Morton Thiekel Uh, on the other hand, was contracted by NASA and was under tremendous pressure because they didn't want to lose a lucrative contract either. We have a country that's been driven by the profit motive for decades. It's always about money in the end, and this is why people die when they shouldn't. Just my two cents. Great topic. Hmm. I mean, that is true. That goes back to capitalism. Yeah, if capitalism, if Clayton had been on this episode, he would have made us put that up on the board. But he does make a good point. I think people are uh, profit is definitely a motive uh, for this particular disaster. Mm -hmm. I mean, also just money. I was thinking about this the other day. Like money is not real, right? So. Why do I don't know? I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> well, this is this is, is going to be good. I, Wait, I, 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 can I'm you explain? Go can you explain, Amanda? I'm just thinking why it just doesn't make sense that someone is a billionaire because yeah, sure they probably work really hard doing something, but then there's lots of people who work really hard, like I don't know, with a food truck. Why aren't yeah. they billionaires? Could, like they could be putting in 22 hour days. That's a great question, Amanda. I mean, why why is Jeff Bezos? And yes, you say Jeff Bezos quotes quote works hard. Well, in fact, there's probably no amount of work he could possibly do to earn the money he's actually earning. That's what, the thing. It's like physically, it's it, it doesn't add it up. Makes okay? absolutely no sense. Yeah, I totally agree. Do we so work I would hard? Like to- we work really hard. <laughs> if anyone should be billionaires, it's the alarmist. <laughs> team no god no we don't we don't work that hard no (laughs) give it to the people who stock grocery stores they work really hard honestly but uh, i would like to like how you want to get the fashion industry in jail i would like to somehow send billionaires okay to jail please what about you chris is there one thing you'd love to get in jail love to get in jail Hmm. take your time thinking anybody i really i mean i'd have to think about that because you know i i i have to think about that okay. i don't have an answer i also i also want to send uh find a way to send student debt to jail yeah although i'm almost done paying my student debt i always said that i'll finish paying my student debt the moment that it it all gets um uh disqualified oh, or forgiven, or forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> and i'm on track I'm on track. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how the election goes. <laughs> um, okay. Really good point. Profit for sure had a lot to do with the disaster. Money. We're, you know, I think we should definitely stick to our verdict on that. But, you know, they, they Justin brings up a good point, And I think that we might follow that up with trying to get billionaires in jail, making yeah. Amanda's dreams come true. And of course, capitalism at some point. That's for Clayton. Yeah, yeah. I hope he's there. Um, OK. And Chris is going to get back to us on that. Now, cats. Well, just to yeah. double back. I mean, I don't think that was Justin's point. If anything, it was 
this is government spending. It wasn't ca- capitalism per se. I mean, wouldn't I mean if he's saying you know people are losing interest in NASA and NASA wants to get people back into it, so that's why they have to um, launch all these shuttles. Then uh-huh. he's sort of blaming, um, I guess this 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 uh, wing of the government. So it would be yeah. go- it would be could be government programs, which is. Uh, a different form of sort of centralized money, but not necessarily free market capitalism. Well, or and budgets and the Morton Thiko people were just wanting the lucrative, you know, uh, yeah, government contract, government that's, contract. That's true. Yeah, he calls that's it true. the profit motive. Profit, the profit motive. motive. Yes. Yeah, so, I, I mean, it's almost like it could be applied to to all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Profit motive. We'll we'll keep that one in mind. I thought of one that I want to throw in jail. At oh, something yeah. I want to get in the alarmist jail at some point. Um, jet skis. Love to- <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Why? I mean, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't touch one, but go on. I guess I just think that uh, they're. I just don't like them. They're very they're dangerous. dangerous. Yeah, being from Miami, there are a lot of jet ski accidents. You see them. Oh, uh, growing up, I had this really nice couple that lived next door, and um, one of them got killed in a jet ski accident. Oh. It was horrible. They were both these young women, probably in their like late 30s. It's so uh, tragic. It's like, they're not even that fun. Like, I've been on a jet ski. It's like, it, they don't even go that fast. Like, it's just not, I don't know. It just seems like it's a waste of some, it just. <laughs> Learn how to water <laughs> just ski. Don't, just don't it's like bit. jet skis. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I think that's really, that's really valid. all right we'll keep that in mind okay now this cat's email (laughs) uh this is from another amy and she writes uh i think cats can be blamed uh, on the 80s i personally think that the plotless musical is super weird too except for memory as my husband and i have found when trying to introduce our kids to movies and music we love from the 80s it has become clear that uh, there was a lot of very popular weird shit created and adored. Have you listened to the lyrics of popular music from the 80s lately? I would say 95% is cringeworthy. S- same with the movies. Andrew Lloyd Webber, Webber might have created Cats, but the culture of the 80s allowed it to thrive. Hmm. It's just weird that they probably should have thought about that before making it into a movie. Like my husband said, after watching our 10-year-old son perform the part of Bustopher Jones in a local rendition of cats quote so what the fuck is cats about <laughs> so that's uh amy's uh, son. two sons <laughs> two cents uh i think <laughs> yeah the definite it definitely thrived in the 80s cats was a musical that thrived um i have i have something to admit tell us so after editing the Cats episode where for like a day I listened to the soundtrack because I was integrating it into the episode, <laughs> I may have turned a corner on Cat. No! <laughs> you, were, you were already kind of there. You were, you were like ready to get in. It's so not you shocking. Like it. yeah. I really like some of the music and you can ask Matt. He was not happy about it, but I was singing many of those songs around the house like I went down rabbit holes watching the dancing in the musical on YouTube because I was kind of like well don't tell anyone but ripping music from YouTube (laughs) but um 
But yeah, I I don't know. There's something about it that has stayed with me in in like a a deep way. And it's part of me now. I think we should have blamed cat people. I think we took them out of the the board, off the board way too early. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's because of your allegiance and loyalty to Margot, your cat, that you feel like you're giving it an extra chance? Or do you think it's the weirdness that you're into? What do you Mm. like about it? I just think there's something I I could see myself if I had seen that in theaters at like the age of nine, I could see myself really getting into it. (laughs) And I I don't think I can exactly express why. I just think that maybe there's like 30% of the population that has something wrong inside of them. And (laughs) the only only way to write it is through... Singing the Jellicle Cat song. <laughs> this is really funny, Amanda. I this is why I like us being so different. Um, <laughs> because my response at nine was, "This is terrible." I never, you know, sleep, go to sleep. You're <laughs> yeah. rest, rest, dear Rebe. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's it's got its shot. It's got its shot, and I don't know if it's really taking. Uh, what am I trying to say here? <laughs> it's taking the reins. Uh, who knows? I think I'm. I must be having a stroke. <laughs> That's the only explanation. <laughs> um, yeah, I I, 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 I support you on your journey. Thank to you. Like cats. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, thank you. I feel good now that I'm out with it. <laughs> <laughs> you were nervous that we were going to respond. Or yeah. how anybody might respond. Yeah. Um, okay. So we had some questions on Twitter. Uh, Adam Falcone asked, of the disasters and tragedies you've covered that, to the best of your knowledge, have not been adapted to film or television, which would you most want to see? I think the events leading up up to and including the Astor Place riot can make a great miniseries or movie. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. 
Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I agree. I think that would be an awesome. I feel like that's like a premium cable or streaming miniseries, 100%. Oh, yeah. I'm obsessed with the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory Fire. And I think that would be an incredible uh, miniseries as well. Yeah, that, that would, would be, be a, a sad one. But I, yeah, that could have a great cast of, you know, maybe a Florence Pugh vehicle. <laughs> I liked, uh, you know what I liked learning about was last, uh, when we did, uh, the Oklahoma city bombing, I, we learned about the Ruby Ridge, uh, standoff. I thought that oh, was yeah. fascinating. Like that can make an incredible series the the whole Ruby Ridge standoff. Mm-hmm. Well, we should do that as an episode. Yeah. I'd be into that. I think so. Um, uh, I think for, for me, the one I'd like to see adapted into a movie is the poop cruise. <laughs> no and it's a it's a psychological thriller psychological more like stinkological oh come on and it's like it's a tom hanks vehicle okay tom hanks he's the are, captain he's the captain where he saw <laughs> tom on. hanks on a boat <laughs> he loves boat movies <laughs> greyhound no. captain phillips think Let's, about it chris he needs one more boat movie yeah, to complete, complete the, the trilogy tri- yeah exactly <laughs> I think it would be uh, maybe like a, a Dempsey. Uh, what's his name? Patrick, Patrick Dempsey. Dempsey. Uh, Patrick Dempsey. Exactly. He wishes. <laughs> um, all right. I have another pitch while, while we're on boat things. I think they should remake Titanic because the more I think about it, the more I think the movie Titanic is actually a bad movie. What? And then I think it should be a real-time, like, 24, like the show 24, a real-time from the it should open with it hitting the iceberg and then it took two or so hours for it to yes fully sink into the water so i think it should be in real time interesting so sort of like what was that movie 1917 was that what it was called 19, oh, oh yeah, 1919 that, like that or was it ni- it was either 1917 or 1918 and it's i always get it wrong yeah um or but that-, that one was sort of a real time it was nineteen seventeen. I got it right. Oh, yes. But um, sorry, Chris. I think you're way off on saying Titanic is not a good movie, Rebecca. Well, yeah, I couldn't agree Rebecca? with you more, Amanda. <laughs> I'm hurt, honestly. I don't Control know how- <laughs> him, Rebecca. <laughs> um, you just said Cats was a good was good, so like yeah, I feel like I should be allowed to say pretty much anything. No, now. <laughs> she made a valid point. Like, okay, maybe Cats has been overlooked because of my feelings for Jellicle Cats and dance singing and dancing. But to say, I mean, do you have uh, feelings? I, I haven't worked up my theory or. Or philosophy on Titanic yet? I just feel like, um, you know, he focused he focused too much on the love on this made up love story. Oh God, Chris! That was like it wasn't even real. Like, was there even a guy named Jack even on? It the doesn't boat? matter. It doesn't matter. Just let it be. Like, was that dan- like? Did she really? Was she really a good Irish step dancer? Like, come on! Like, all yes, that stuff Fabrizio. Is so let her, it took her down there and they had fun. Fakey, fakey. <laughs> oh, come on. Um, 
But don't you think it would be cool to have like, a, oh, you know, it was that other movie, um, that other Christopher Nolan movie that it was uh, about that, getting those guys off of that different, that. I have no idea what you're talking about. The Christopher Nolan movie. Um, oh, the the one about the beat? Uh, was it the war yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what was that? It won, it won best, uh, an Oscar for best sound design. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you remember it. And Harry Styles is in it. Dunkirk, jeez. Dunkirk, yeah. So that that took that that was like really focused on the uh, time. You know what I mean? Like the, the, I see. So you're wanting a more gritty version of Titanic. I want a gritty like wh- what really happened, what it really felt like to be on a a boat that hits a, a an iceberg and uh, stuff goes down. Yeah, I, I mean, I would I would absolutely watch that. Yeah, I guess if you don't like love as much as you like uh, tension, then that's the movie for you. <laughs> Well, I guess that summarizes our relationship. <laughs> uh, okay. I love that question, though. I, I hope they make this Triangle Shirtwaist Factory Fire movie because it, it could be a, a fun cast of women, you know? I, I agree. Th- Me I th- too. I think that I that might write fun. it. I who might. are we casting as the, the, dumb, the dumb operator who doesn't, who sends a telegraph, Patrick, a telegraph instead Patrick, of picking up the phone? Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> no, it's a woman. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, oh, that would be interesting. We'll do the the triangle shirt waist factory, but we'll do a gender swap. We'll make a gender swap. Oh, yeah, finally. Guys. Finally give the guys a shot. <laughs> It'll be all white men in their roles. <laughs> okay, so we've got some questions. Uh uh, from Instagram as well. Sones uh, SJ asked, "What has the fashion industry reached out claiming slander? So... <laughs> mm. Uh, no not yet and uh sonia also asked are there ever behind the scenes disagreements on who or what should go to the alarmist jail um, no, everything, we put all of our cards out on the table during each episode. Nothing is left unsaid. Um, we might hold some, uh, resentment, maybe some, do, do are we ever passive aggressive with each other well, afterwards? Well, we largely, I mean, it's, it's, I would say fair to say we largely ignore each other between these podcast <laughs> recordings, right? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I know I g- I go space. out of my <laughs> I know I go out of my way to not have to deal with either of you for until we have to record another podcast. Well, listen. At the end of the day, Rebecca makes the call, so I think you know. I think for the most part, a lot we're normally in alignment, but there have been a few times when I think Chris and I had to swallow our tongues. <laughs> Yeah, swallow up tongues. It wasn't frozen ourselves. socks day. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, it wasn't. We all agreed on that. <laughs> I personally didn't like uh, the the what the 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 sock scandal. No, no, I liked that actually. Okay. I was just more. I think I did. I think I wasn't crazy about. We were. We were. We went on Tom Hooper, right? We gave Hooper the yeah for Hooper's cats in jail. No, I think that was the right call. Yeah, the only one I, I know that was, took me by surprise, but then actually hindsight, I do think you're right, was sending the doctors to jail for the Gypsy Rose Blanchard case. Because I think um, before really understanding what was going on with um, Dee Dee, that I thought that she should go to jail. But then I, I think I I realized that it's really the whole medical establishment. 
Yeah, it's rare that um, I align with a guest expert. (laughs) 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 But uh, that one took me by surprise, too. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So there you go. So Uh, do we have any other mail? Yeah, we had um, we have two questions. Uh, well, which we, we one of we answered one of them. Which verdict did you personally personally not agree with? That's for from Takey Tam, T K Tam. Sorry, uh, and uh, Envy Primer asked, "What's been your favorite episode you've recorded?" Ooh, good question. Good question. I had a lot of fun talking about uh, Che Guevara, actually. Oh, oh, yeah, that was a great one. I think it was because I was so nervous to talk about it. And then it was a, a bit of a relief when um, when we all just uh, were able to chit chat about it. Maybe it's because like it's so uh, Che Guevara is so repressed in my family. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um so that that was fun for me. Also, I got to learn about more about Cuba, so that was good. You know what I I liked was listening in on the expert uh, from the Chilean miner mining oh, incident. Yeah, he was like a hero. I was like talking to a real life hero. That was amazing. And also, I would throw in there the experts, the Morton Thiokol, uh rocket scientist, having like yeah. literally <laughs> listening to Rebecca interview a rocket scientist and the um the doctor from chernobyl i thought the all, oh, all yeah. three of those guest experts oh, were amazing. they were amazing i um i think one of my favorite episodes was the aztec empire oh. because oh, yeah. that was so mega our expert was awesome and i just feel like that one for some reason has come up a lot um, as far as like i just think that was that was such a turning point in history that there, I feel like I've just like, there's been so many times when I've been like, oh, that relates back to the fall of the Aztec Empire. And there, it's been in the news because there's a scandal going on right now where the um, Los Angeles Sheriff, Alex, County Sheriff Alex Villanueva, um, is under fire. Did you guys hear about this? No, tell me. Because on a Facebook Live, he was disagreeing with someone. And um, let me see if I... Oh, cr- she, he was criticizing Supervisor Hilda Solis for her comments earlier that week on systematic brutality and racism by police toward people of color. And he called her um, La Malinche. Oh, my God. Okay, so if people recall, that was Cortez's... Um, translator who sort of went down in history as this traitor and now La Malinche is considered a sexist slur but he used that against this woman and it's blowing up people are really outraged Villanueva is is also I'm pretty sure he's of Mexican heritage so he 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 should know better (laughs) (laughs) or I mean that's a that feels like a really pointed uh, stab at this woman but it just goes to show how it's important, right, to learn about these, where these things come from. Yeah. That's true. And maybe if he listened to that episode of The Alarmist, he'd feel like an idiot for saying that because <laughs> that woman also was a slave. Yeah, she had such a complicated story. I mean, I, of course, want to see that movie. Um, oh, yeah. The, uh, she, she, did, she was a, a bit of a, a victim because she had been abused and had been sold to slavery by her family. And she was just trying to survive. So I think she's one of the most misunderstood historical figures. 
I would love to see that. That's oh yeah that. Um, okay. Well, I think that's all we've got. Thank you so much for everyone who wrote in and asked questions and uh, just you know uh, let us know their thoughts on every episode. Yeah, and check our show notes for the number you can call in and leave us voicemails. And also, just a quick update, um, we have gotten some great reviews, so thanks to everyone. I'm just going to read one real quick. Uh, This comes in from Horse Girl. 318. Love that. Uh, This show is honestly my fave. Five stars. I too love all things true crime and history and I have a lot of anxiety OCD issues too so I can totally relate to Rebecca. I love this new take on history as I've already listened to a ton of historical podcasts and shows but this is different. Oh, that's nice. Horse girl? That's horse girl. Oh, cool. Um, and, and then here's one from CMDM, funny and smart, five stars. I love a big know-it-all because um, I'm one too. <laughs> <laughs> Is he saying we're know-it-alls? Or I think he's saying I'm a know-it-all. I think we're all a little bit know-it-alls. Or we're, I feel like we're know-it. So know a little. Nuns. I think we're, we're know, know a it, tiny know bit. <laughs> we're know it nuns, but we put ourselves in a position to make these decisions. So, I mean, there's an inherent like know it allness there. Yeah. yeah. This, I have one more review to read, which is was funny to me. Photos by a johnson.com. I'll put a little plug in there. Nice. Uh, five stars all the way. This team not only helps break down who's to blame for global tragedies, but also the difference between PPOs and HMOs. A true one-stop cast for everything you need to know. <laughs> and to be fair, I don't know if we got that right. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to know because <laughs> I'm I I'm a I feel a little bit confident about having gotten that right. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I think that's our episode for today. Um, and please tune in next week because we are going to be covering the Oklahoma City bombing. Powered by ACAST. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.